Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Green Bay Packers select. Will the next superstar to play for Green Bay be drafted today? It's time for pick-by-pick coverage of the first round on the Green and Gold Draft Show. Presented by Brothers Consolidated Heating and Cooling, Schulze Family Beef, Q Club of Wisconsin, Associated Builders and Contractors of Wisconsin Apprenticeship, ABC Audio Video, and West Bend Sausage Plus. Broadcasting live on the Bill Michaels Radio Network and being heard across the state of Wisconsin and into Illinois and Minnesota. Your hosts for tonight, Bill Michaels and former Badgers and Packers running back Gary Ellerson from the Wendy's Big Show on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan in Milwaukee. We are live and welcome to the 2020 NFL Draft. Commissioner right now, Roger Goodell, making his announcement and addressing the masses and welcoming us all in to the NFL Draft. I am Bill Michaels alongside, figuratively, Gary Ellerson as uh, Gary is safe at home in his house. I am safe at home in my home studio. Radio Joe Zenzola and Sam Schmitz are in the studio back in our game day studios, but they are distanced from one another behind glass, so... Glad to have you. Welcome one, welcome all. We're hoping that the Green Bay Packers choose their next superstar without a doubt as we get ready to uh, to start pick-by-pick coverage of this year's NFL draft. Cincinnati is on the clock. Uh, here is uh, the uh, commissioner is about to make the announcement. And, and now we just, Gary, wait and see who they end up taking. And if indeed that they end up taking their, their, you know, what everybody seems to think is going to be their top pick, that's Joe Burrow, who's going to now guide that team, or are they going to trade it away? We will wait and see because Cincinnati, it certainly appears that Cincinnati is going to keep that pick, but there's been a lot of talk about the Dolphins trying to trade up. The Dolphins desperately want Joe Burrow. Now, let me ask you this, Gary. When you look at a quarterback, what do you look at to say, yeah, that guy's got it or that guy doesn't? Well, I mean, I, I don't know about Tua. Um, <clears throat> he's been hurt a lot. And, and normally when you have guys in college get hurt as much as he – they're normally going to get hurt on the pro level too. So, for me, the, I mean, he's got talent, no doubt about it. He can throw it. He can read defenses. But I'm just afraid of how much he's been hurt. If you look at the Herbert kid, I saw him. Um, play against the Badgers uh, out in the Rose Bowl. Um, and uh, he looked a bit stiff and looks mm-hmm. like he aims the football more so than just kind of let it go. So he just doesn't look fluid. I mean, Burrow to me is is the only real true quarterback, and that's why he's going to be the number one pick. I mean, a lot of these other guys got issue. Love, I mean, he's the same. He's another guy that throws a lot of picks. 
but they say he's the next Patrick Mahomes. And whenever someone says that you're the next somebody, you're never the next somebody. So I'd beware of that. Uh, so for me, uh, I, I think the only quarterback I guess I would feel comfortable would be Herbert in, in that maybe you can teach him to read defenses and be a little bit more fluid in his delivery and not aim the football. Like, you know, just throw the doggone thing. And it seems like he aims it more so than he is throwing it. Cincinnati about to be on the clock. They're going to be in year two of the Zach Taylor regime. Likely going to be with Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrow under center if indeed they go in that direction. After that, it's going to be important for, uh, you know, Duke Tobin, the director of player personnel, to help find some defensive uh, help over there on that side of the ball. Um, you know, they need their own very own quarterback on the uh, defensive side of the ball uh, to add additional pieces to fit the hybrid 3-4 scheme that they would like to continue integrating in Cincinnati. They are flipping from a 4-3 to a 3-4. They're in that process, but they need uh, some help in doing so. Their defense was was not good. La- well, that team just wasn't good last year, let's face it. But uh, Andy Dalton was benched and then brought back, and they couldn't figure out offensively what they were doing, and A.J. Green didn't play the entire season, and there was talks of trading him, and and guys just saying they want out of Cincinnati because it's just a, it's well, it's a craptastic run organization. So let's see tonight how bad they can possibly screw this up. They'll take Joe Burrow, and then Joe Burrow will fall down the stairs or something coming off the plane and tear his ACL in his first year or something like that. Remember, because it just it seems like nothing goes right for that yeah. team. But they're going to fill their number one need with the first overall pick, and most likely they're going to pick a, a home. If you want to call him a hometown favorite, he's from Ohio. Went to Ohio State, wasn't going to start there as the quarterback, and ended up transferring down to LSU where he goes on to win a, the Heisman Trophy and a national title. So mm-hmm. uh, they'll, they'll go ahead and take him as Cincinnati will be on the clock. But uh, after that, uh, you've got the Washington Redskins, and the Redskins then ahead of the uh, Detroit Lions. Detroit uh, tonight, their general manager, Detroit's general manager, has an RV in his driveway with his IT team there just in case. Something goes wrong. He's got a landline, two cell phones. He's got his laptop, all of his notes. But they are paranoid something could possibly go wrong. And therefore, they have the IT team camped out in a Winnebago in their driveway. And then at number five, you got the Miami Dolphins. So that's, a little, at least for now, the way things shake out. So it's, it's going to be an interesting draft. Something like we've never seen before because we've never been involved in times like this before. And like I said, Gary's at his his house, I'm at my house. Uh, I, I've never had dogs under my feet for the NFL draft short yeah. of when I didn't have a job. You know what I mean? Is your dogs right. uh, alongside, Gary? Yeah, yeah. I got Maddie here. She's just kind of hanging out. I mean, she's just laying around. She, she likes to eat. She's good. Yeah. Yeah, I had to share that Al Capone <laughs> no. roast with the dogs because they were drooling all yeah, over the carpet up yeah, here. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, if, if if I tend to give Maddie some Al Capone roast, I'm going to have some issues later in the night. So I, yeah. I decide I shouldn't do that. Yeah, well, Mickey sleeps downstairs, so that's good news. And Elmo usually lays really? in his house. So yeah, so Mickey likes yeah. laying downstairs, being on watch, and Elmo just kind of lays in his house and chills. So, okay. uh, at least uh, for the later on this evening, uh, Gasperations will say uh, I should be right. okay. So, so. <laughs> Gasperations. The Gasperations, yes. yes. So uh, we know that uh, Cincinnati getting ready to go on the clock here. The commissioner has finished his welcome. They are now getting a, uh, a kind of an update on the coronavirus uh, by Dr. Fauci. 
who is yeah. making an appearance on the NFL draft. We live in different times right now, and whether or not we're even going to have an NFL season, we certainly cross our fingers that we do, but right now we're hoping right. that everything can just get back to a sense of normalcy. We know that there's a lot of anticipation, specifically in the Wisconsin and Milwaukee markets, for the Bucks to get back underway and hopefully right. under their championship run. The Brewers are sitting idle right now. Hell, even the hockey team was uh, number one in the AHL and may be on their way to a Calder Cup championship. So, we hope that life gets back to normal for sports, but uh, more so for the diversion of the the situations we all live in right now. So somebody I did. I will say that Fauci, uh, somebody need to get Doctor Fauci a lint brush. Y- yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you can that. see it that close, Bill. You probably give him a lint brush or something. <laughs> Doctor Fauci that. didn't plan on high def television. Is what he didn't no, plan on. No. 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 <laughs> so. No. Look at him. Give him a lint brush, man. The poor man. The poor man. So uh, we will uh, we will wait as the commissioner will be making the announcement here shortly as to who the Cincinnati. I'm going to that out, Bill, see if anybody bite on that. <laughs> Go ahead and do that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, by the way, I had talked about uh, being on the clock after the Cincinnati Bengals would be the Washington Redskins, and Jay Gruden's tenure with the team came to an end midseason. They were one of the first teams to fire their coach as the dysfunction surrounding that organization seemed to hit uh, an all-time high as a very public dispute between Trent Williams and the front office kind of dominated headlines, don't forget. On the field, uh, they broke in a rookie quarterback and, and a young defense, finishing with a 3-13 and record. Ron Rivera then was brought in, so you got Riverboat Ron there. Uh, the first thing they need, they need some defensive back help big time. They need a tight end. Uh, their offensive line is simply not very good. Uh, you could always get quarterback depth and additional, you know, uh, because they had Dwayne Haskins, got his first start uh, in late September, then took over the gig later that month. He ended the year with a couple of strong performances. Kyle Allen was brought in to reunite with Ron Rivera. Remember, they picked him up, and uh, he's going to be there kind of to back up Haskins as Case Keenum uh, will not be back. Alex Smith is still in the fold as he continues to recover from that leg injury, which was really, really ugly. Uh, and some say that he may never play again because of that leg injury. But uh, nevertheless, uh, so they're going to be on the clock immediately following the Cincinnati Bengals. So there you have it. That is uh, that is the way uh, the way things are kind of shaking out right now. Mm-hmm. As we wait for Cincinnati's pick to come in, I know many draft boards are I thought, now refreshing. I, thought, I mean, what are they waiting on, Bill? Uh, the only thing I can think of, and they just went to a live shot of Zach Taylor sitting in his office with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals backdrop behind him. He just got off the phone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's making the pick or they're still talking to Miami about trade offers, um, but we'll see. But we'll see. So, uh, And there is the commissioner being booed virtually. <laughs> Come on, you guys can do better than that. All right, keep it coming. There you wow, go. Wow, even the virtual boos are good. <laughs> So, there you go. The commissioner getting virtually booed. <laughs> so there he is. That's fantastic. Officially opening up uh, the NFL draft. That's that's fantastic. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. Cincinnati's on the clock. We'll come back. Hopefully, how we have for you uh, the first pick in the 2020 NFL draft as uh, Cincinnati is going to be making their their choice here momentarily. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the 2020 NFL Draft right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 
You're listening to the Green and Gold Draft Show on the Bill Michaels Radio Network, presented by Brothers Consolidated Heating and Cooling and Schulze Family Beef, with Bill Michaels and former Packers Badgers running back Gary Ellerson. The first ever virtual NFL draft is officially open. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. We now wait for the phone call to Joe Burrow to let him know he has been chosen as the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. An interesting stat about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, in his season, faced five top 20 teams. In those games, he threw 22 touchdowns, zero picks, and went undefeated. You talk about poise and big game presence. Uh, This is a guy that seemingly has it all. Can he be your franchise quarterback for a long time to come? Cincinnati certainly hopes so. They had a run there for a long time of just bad quarterbacks. Uh, Keely Smith, David Klingler, heck, they even went out and got Kajana Carter as a running back. He fell off a treadmill, <laughs> broke his ACL. I mean, they have had just terrible, terrible, terrible luck down there. Uh, last year's offensive tackle, their first-round pick, uh, ended up tearing his ACL. He was out for the season uh, and never even saw a snap, even in even in uh, you know training camp. So, anyway, long story short, uh, you know, the Cincinnati, we'll see if they do or don't. Screw this up before it's all said and done. Gary Ellison alongside figuratively Radio Joe Zanzola in our game day studios along with Sam Schmidt. Yes, Gary. Funny that you mentioned that about Cincinnati. I mean, because sometimes organizations just can't get out of the way of themselves, right? Right. I mean, you know, the Detroit Lions is another organization that's like that. I mean, they, they yep. can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, you know, they're going to go with Patricia only because they want to fire him, but they don't want to pay his contract. So they go, yep. hey, we got to get something out of him. That, the I mean, yeah, you the had, same way. Yeah, Cincinnati has been – they're like very kind of parallel organizations. And that although feels like – and then Washington in some regards are the same way too and that they can't with – with their new owner – well, not new anymore, but he can't seem to get out of his own way either. Mm-hmm. No, I, I completely agree with you. It's uh, – Washington, every time Washington's tried to spend money, and they've tried, uh, it's yes. turned out to be a train wreck. Uh, but one of the problems with Washington is very similar to Cincinnati in the sense that the owners stick their nose in. The owners yes. think that they know more than the football people. Mike Brown mm-hmm. always felt that he was some kind of a, a an incredible owner and general manager and scout and such. And Mike Brown was no Paul Brown. Paul Brown right. knew it. He got that team not right. once but twice to a Super Bowl. Mike mm-hmm. Brown cared more about the money than he did ever uh, about the team actually winning football games. And, right. uh, you know, very similarly uh, with Washington and, and Daniel Snyder mm-hmm. and what he's done there and sticking his nose in. I mean, he's had some quality coaches there who said, i got to get the hell out of here. This guy's a nut. Right. Right. So, you know, you remember Gibbs was there. Then you had mm-hmm. Shanahan was there. They they just came back and said no we can't can't do this you know so uh, and then when they hired Jay Gruden he was coming out of that Cincinnati organization and that offense that was going to be that good because Gruden goes over to uh, to Washington and then Zimmer goes uh, up to Minnesota and that's when Marvin Lewis really lost his nucleus and uh, Gruden really didn't amount to anything there and Gruden was a pretty good offensive coordinator for Cincinnati and they were that most successful when Gruden was there but he couldn't get out of his own way. And then some of the things that he did uh, away from the field obviously got him completely canned. But nevertheless, it was just uh, an ugly situation. And that's a team that just, I agree with you, just can't seem to get out of the way of itself. Um, 
This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment, simply done right. They're on the web at abcaudiovideo.com and West Bend Sausage. Plus, the owners, uh, Ben and Andy, they offer you the freshest made meats, the finest quality steaks, and a variety of homemade brats and so much more. That's westbendsausageplus.com, westbendsausageplus.com, who bring you, uh, just in part, our draft coverage this evening as we wait for Cincinnati to give us uh, the first overall pick, which we believe it to be Joe Burrow. And when they, it's it's funny, Gary, when they when they looked in on Tobin and, and Taylor, uh, the head coach and then general manager of Cincinnati, neither were on the phone. They're just sitting there. You know, it wasn't like they were right. calling in the pick or hey, tell the commission this or or anything like that. It's just you know, they're just sitting there. You know it. In there, you know, one one is, is uh, Zach Taylor's in an office with a Cincinnati Bengals backdrop. It looks like he, <laughs> it looks like he put him in a broom closet and said, "Here, let's do this." Yes. Uh, meanwhile, Tobin is at home with a nice fire going in the background, and the wife is working in the kitchen, and uh, you could see some people off to the side there. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow is sitting between his mother and father on a big leather plush couch with his phone in his hand, looking, yep. and, and nothing's happening. No, it's just a weird scenario. Well, well man. pick is in. There we go. There we go. So, uh, well, anyway, that being said, uh, we should uh, we should be getting the announcement momentarily. Uh, Joe Burrow looking at his phone, parents anxiously waiting, and uh, the commissioner about to, to make uh, the announcement that the Cincinnati Bengals, we believe, if there hasn't been a okay, trade. Here, here we, go. we go. With the first pick in the 2020 draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow, quarterback. LSU. There you go. There you go. Joe Burrow being consoled with his parents. Uh, got his headset on. I'm sure he's probably talking to somebody. But nevertheless, the the uh, Cincinnati Bengals didn't screw it up. They took their franchise quarterback, Joe Burrow, out of LSU. Uh, the highest rated candidate by many draft boards. If not, he's certainly in the top two. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, that guy just had mad ball skills. And everything he did this season was nothing short of spectacular. A two-year starter out of Athens, Ohio, transferred from Ohio State in the spring of 2018, set numerous NCAA, SEC, and LSU records on his way to becoming the most decorated player in LSU football history and only the second Heisman Trophy winner in school history. He guided the Tigers to a perfect record and the college football playoff national championship this past year won nearly every national award for quarterback in 2019. A unanimous All-American named the AP uh, Quarterback of the Year, uh, the SEC Offensive Player of the Year, a unanimous first-class All-SEC team selection. Um, you know, it, it just it goes on and on and on. This year, 76 touchdowns. He capped his career uh, for uh, 621 for 906 passing, 8,565 yards, uh, 76 touchdowns in his couple of years there at LSU, and only 11 picks. Yeah, 76 touchdowns and 11 yeah. picks. Completed his career at LSU, ranked number one in school history for career completion percentage at 68 and a half. It appears, Gary, the guy has it all. Yeah. Now his offensive coordinator went to the Carolina Panthers. Am I? Am I? Did I? Am I mistaken about that? Uh, they've got a. Yeah, they've got a new offensive coordinator. So right. yes, to, to answer so your I, question. I think that he left and, and, and so that he was the, the big reason where they thought that he was the reason why that, that Joe came in and played well. They just let him go. I mean, because it was an offense 
that was uh, ran by, um, what was my guy name in the Big Ten there for a long time? Michigan guy. Then he went to like Kansas and well, and so all they would like to do is run the football all the dog on time. And so now they got right. Joe Burrow. They open everything up. And then now you see this guy just unleashed and had just – I mean, the guy's got talent. He was a top recruit. He just wasn't going to play behind the guys that he was behind. That's why he had to transfer to LSU. And he's got an arm. He can let it – he is much more athletic than a lot of, than a lot of people give him credit for, too. He yeah. can run the football. I don't want to see him run it because they'll break him up. But he is right. very athletic. He can move in and out of the pocket. He's got four seven speed. I yes, mean, he's athletic. He's, yes, yeah, he's he's not a slow quarterback by any stretch right. of the imagination. So, uh, their new uh, offensive coordinator in Cincinnati, that uh, coordinator they have there under Zach Taylor in his second year, Brian Callahan, he's now got the weapon that he needs. Now, uh, we're going to have to figure out uh, at least what Cincinnati's going to do at that wide receiver position. Obviously, AJ Green, who's coming back. Uh, from the injury from last year that kept him out of all the season. He had that high ankle sprain. It just never seemed to heal, and we'll wait and see if it heals going into this season or if they end up trading right. him away because there was a lot of talk about them getting rid of him. John Ross III is one of their other uh, wideouts, a first-round draft choice. Tyler Boyd, a first-round draft choice. I mean, they've got uh, they've got some ability there. And remember last year, uh, Jonah Williams, the left tackle, their first-round draft choice last year, should be back this year. He ended up leaving the season with an injury, so uh, or ending his season early on uh, be, during training camp with an injury. So uh, they didn't get that full offensive line together either. So we'll see what Cincinnati's able to do this upcoming season. Now this puts the Washington Redskins on the clock, and uh, we'll see what direction they do indeed go. Uh, but we know Washington, there's a whole herd of players they need, but it appears Chase Young uh, out of uh, Ohio State, who was just all-world, the outside pass-rushing linebacker, the defensive end really is the way he, he lines up. Ron Rivera loves those guys too. Yeah, he does. He loves those guys. Yes, he uh, does. So it, it looks to them that Ron Rivera has said Washington has talked to some teams about trades for this pick, but I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Uh, Rivera, a defensive-minded coach. And uh, he, I don't think he can pass up Chase Young, the defensive end out of Ohio State. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, come on. He's standing right in the face. You got to take that guy. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think they get rid of that pick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to take that guy. No. So, um, so mean, we they, got they uh, the uh, Redskins pick is in, by the way. We should be getting an announcement from the commissioner coming up here momentarily. Right. Uh, and, again, you're listening to the 2020 NFL Draft coverage. Uh, Gary Ellerson uh, there. I'm Bill Michaels. Radio Joe Zola, Sam Schmitz all on hand. Brought to you by our friends at Brothers Consolidated Heating and Cooling. Brought to you by uh, a great group of people. Great uh, customer service. Family style right there on the web at brothersconsolidated.com. Brothersconsolidated.com. Uh, before we go to break, we are going to get the pick from the uh, Washington Redskins as the commissioner will be coming, uh, well, I shouldn't say be coming to the podium, just basically right. getting a card handed to him, I guess. And that's what I want to know, Gary. Yeah, how are they doing that, Bill? How are they printing those out? If yeah. he's there by himself, is it just kind of coming through a printer, you know? Oh, it could. That's a, that's a great point. It could. Maybe it's like just coming out of the mm -hmm. printer that Probably when it's in, over there. somebody sure just does. hits print and it sends yeah. it to his house or something, I guess. Right. Yeah, I'm sure um, it does. Yeah, because he's got these official NFL draft cards that uh, he's reading. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I couldn't honestly tell you. Hey, a reminder on many of these uh, stations, you can listen to our flagship station, which is 105.7 FM, The Fan, tomorrow night for uh, rounds two, three, and four. Uh, Bart Winkler and Ryan Horvath going to be hosting tomorrow night. And then we've got a wrap-up show coming up on Saturday. Radio Joe Zenzola and Mike Clements going to be hosting the draft wrap-up show 
on our flagship station out of Milwaukee, 105.7 FM, The Fan. You can listen to it on the Radio.com app as well. We are waiting for the announcement uh, of the Washington Redskins, which we believe is going to be Chase Young out of Ohio State. We'll wait and see. But uh, once that is made, we'll take a quick break and come back because after that, uh, that fact, uh, that will then put the Detroit Lions on the clock. The Detroit Lions mm-hmm. expected to take Derek Brown, the big defensive tackle out of Auburn. Derek, do you see Derek Brown? He's got a few people at his house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you see the quarterback. They took no chances. No, there was nobody guy, there. Just, me, just mom and dad. That's it. Well, Chase Young's being taken because they just went live to Chase Young's house, and there he is on the cell phone. Yeah, okay. There so we go. it looks like Chase Young is uh, is about to be drafted by the Washington Redskins. So, um, and it looks like, at least according to Adam Schefter, that the Detroit Lions are going to hold on to the number number three overall pick, and then we, they will make their selection. So obviously they didn't get offered enough, but nevertheless, uh, it looks like Chase Young is going to be the guy. So uh, he is currently on his phone, you would assume, talking to his agent, uh, saying, hey, just congratulations, or maybe to the general manager or even Ron Rivera uh, of the Washington Redskins. But nevertheless, it looks like he is going to be chosen here momentarily, and he should be the second player off the board. Uh, The defensive end out of Ohio State, highly, highly decorated, had an incredible season. He was a guy that uh, really – uh, he had that one-game suspension, don't forget, but he was a guy that was really integral in that team doing some magnificent things this past year. And, uh, man, he was a one-man wrecking crew against the Badgers. Best defensive line I've seen in a long time. Yeah. With the second pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, Washington Redskins select Chase Young, defensive end, Ohio State. There you go. The pick is in for the commish, and the, uh, Chase Young has now been selected. He is off the board, and that puts the Detroit Lions on the clock. We will step away, take a quick break. We will come back, get some more uh, some more NFL draft action, getting you ready for all of it throughout the evening as we count down to number 30 for the Green Bay Packers later on tonight to make their first-round pick as well. Stay tuned. Gary Ellison, I'm Bill Michaels. we got a lot more coming up right after this. Sixteen stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. You're listening to the Green and Gold Draft Show on the Bill Michaels Radio Network, presented by Q Club of Wisconsin and Associated Builders and Contractors of Wisconsin Apprenticeship, with Bill Michaels and former Packers and Badgers running back Gary Ellerson. Welcome back. The Detroit Lions making the pick. They are on the clock, and the pick is in. They are needing some defensive help, defensive back help as well. And uh, they uh, they have uh, numerous players to choose from. Joe, do we have that pick? Jeff Okuda is going to the Lions. Jeff Okuda, the uh, corner out of Ohio State. Hell of a player, by the way. Uh, an incredible player, and he brings a lot of skills, ball skills. He's got great hips, as they say. Uh, can turn and go, but the biggest thing about Akuda is uh, that cat can get down the field and get down the field really quick. He comes off the board. He was listed by many as either the third or fourth best player in this draft overall. So the Detroit Lions take Jeff Okuda. They hang on to that pick, and they take him out of Ohio State. That puts the New York Giants now on the clock as the seven-minute mark clicks away. 
Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. We are glad to have you today. We are brought to you by uh, our friends at Schulze Family Beef. And uh, don't forget high-quality pasture-raised beef from their Wisconsin Family Farm. It's to your family's table right there on the web at Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, familybeef.com, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. We saw this guy uh, a couple of times, Gary Akuda, and, mm-hmm. man, he uh, he not only is aggressive, but he's agile, he can jump, he can turn, he's got good wheels. I mean, he's he's just the whole package. Suddenly they got a little bit better defending the pass against guys like this, this guy could take Devonte adams one-on-one he may be their number one cover guy by the time it's all said and done and uh, aaron Rodgers now has to look out for okuda no he does and i, I think that was a, the the obvious pick for them although i thought they may have taken that um defensive lineman out of auburn i thought he was pretty good for them Derek brown uh, yeah 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 but because they they got no deep they need a defensive player right i mean they let their corners right. go but I think when you look at the end of the day, he's a good shutdown corner. They'll need that. They, Like I say, they, they need a lot of work, though, in Detroit. I mean, they, they need defense. They need defense now. And so it, he, he's a guy that's going to probably play for another 10, 15 years uh, in the NFL. Yep. Uh, so they take Okuda, and uh, now you got the, the Giants that are on the clock. And, and now we'll wait and see who they end up uh, grabbing because we know that Miami was trying to jump up. It just never mm-hmm. happened for them. Uh, Joe Burrow, the Heisman Trophy winner, goes number one to Cincinnati. Number two, Chase Young, the defensive end out of Ohio State. Ohio State gets back-to-back top five players. They get Jeff Okuda, the cornerback, out of Detroit. Now you've got the Giants on the clock, followed by Miami. And then the L.A. Chargers, as uh, they have uh, numerous needs as well. But uh, nevertheless, welcome back to the 2020 NFL Draft. And uh, we continue on. Now, the Giants, uh, it's interesting because the Giants, you talk about a team that has had some pretty bad luck as well, Gary. And yeah. uh, last year they benched Eli Manning in his final mm-hmm. season as he gets ready to walk away. And uh, you just – the Giants have not been uh, the monsters of the midway – or, excuse me, the, uh, the the Giants and such for a long time. Right. Uh, Pat Shermer was fired after a um, – kind of a compelling nine wins in two seasons mm-hmm. with the club making the, the third time since 2015 a head coaching change he was shown the mm-hmm. door right. joe judge was hired from right. new england remember people right. tend to forget about joe judge and then eli mm-hmm. manning decided to hang up his cleats and uh 36 losses over the past three years the most in the nfl that's unheard right. of for the giants you know yeah, and, that, and Joe Judge got a hell of a coaching staff, though. I mean, I mean, a, yep. a lot of people didn't like that pick, but if you go back and look at the coaching staff, all the assistant coaches, most of those guys have been head coaches and defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators that he has on his staff. So they're stacked pretty good over there. Uh, I think when you look at the Giants right now, I think they're in need of an offensive lineman for sure. If not, they need more help on defense too. And so they, I think when you look at them, maybe they go O-line here. You get the best O-lineman uh, available to you right now because there's none and gone has gone yet. Or maybe they go defense. Uh, Tristan Wirfs is the guy that everybody thinks is the best tackle uh, in the draft and the highest rated guy on many boards. So I would assume that's the direction in which they're going to go. Uh, you have him on the board. Some of the higher rated guys, too, uh, the outside backer, Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. You had mentioned Derek Brown, the defensive tackle out of Auburn. Uh, they're not going to take a quarterback. You would assume a quarterback no. is going to go next to Miami, yeah. so two is probably going to be gone. And then after that, the ratings system that uh, we use, which is our lads and then obviously Pro Football Weekly and such, but Tristan, Tristan Wirfs is the best offensive tackle 
uh, in in the draft, and he's the next guy after that before you get to another quarterback in Justin Herbert and then Jerry Judy wide receivers and then C.D. Uh, Lamb is there. But uh, you would assume that they're going to uh, have the pick in, and uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, they only got about two minutes to go before the pick has to be in. But at that point in time, you would assume Tristan Wirfs is going to come off the board. But not taking Derek Brown. Now, Derek Brown was expected to be a top three pick. Miami's going to take Tua. You would assume the Chargers, who lose Phillip Rivers, is going to take Justin Herbert. Does that then say Carolina, could they change their, their choice and go defensive tackle and take Derek Brown? Or do they stay with Isaiah Simmons, the outside linebacker out of Clemson? And if that's the case... Arizona needs offensive tackle. They need help over right. there. And Kyler Murray got the hell beat out of him last year. So he wants right. a receiver. Kyler Murray right. does, but Arizona has bigger needs at the offensive tackle. So do they go in that direction? And then at that point, does Jacksonville, who was really eyeballing Akuda, do they then just say, you know what, we're going to go with more defensive help, and then we're going to go with uh, the big defensive tackle out of Auburn at that point, and Derek Brown is taken. So it's going to be interesting to see now that Derek Brown is still on the board if people say, okay, we'll go with value or stick with need in the top ten. But, you know, as we've always seen every year, Gary, there's always a pick that we think is a sure thing, and it doesn't happen, and then all of a sudden the whole board is thrown off because people well, yeah, start every, kind of yeah. changing their thinking. But but so far, so good. I mean, you know, the top three picks, you, you probably could have predicted, and, and now you with the Giants, and – the Giants, right? They they need offensive linemen, and the best offensive linemen is there. I don't I don't know why they wouldn't take it. Um, worse, and and then if you think about their other needs, their other needs are on the defensive side of football. And 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 to me, yeah, the best player is gone, but still, the best. I'm sorry, the the, the best rusher is gone, right? The best mm-hmm. defensive player is gone. Uh, the best cornerback is gone. The best linebacker is still available for them, and the best offensive lineman is still available for them. So if if it goes to like it should pan out, either they go either they go get worse is their guy, or they go get Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. Now let's just say they go get Isaiah Simmons, that could bump up the board Zach Bond, because Zach Bond could then bounce up to say Carolina, because Carolina is looking for that outside linebacker talent. Do they go in that direction? So does Zach Bond then get chosen in some way, shape, or form? Uh, Or do we start to see the tackles get taken and therefore the outside backers get pushed down? Right. Would you take Zach Bond, if you're the Green Bay Packers, if Zach Bond should happen to fall, listed as about uh, 20 to 25, maybe 28 type of guy? No, because to me he's a project. I don't want any more project guys. I mean, I like him a lot, but for, for the Packers, they, want, they, they don't know. They said he's too small to be inside backer. You mm-hmm. already took a, a outside pass rusher in your draft last year, and you took two. You got two of them in free agency. Where is he going to go? I just don't want. I, I want a guy with a position. I don't want. I don't want this tweener stuff. He might be this. We can work him here, but right. Give me a real guy there. Not to say he's yep. not a real guy, but give me a guy with a real position for you. Not not a guy that you got to make into something. Uh they just uh, showed a shot of Joe Judge, the Giants head coach. Where in the hell is he? Is he in a bunker? He he looks like he's in a room with a 20-foot ceiling like was it 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 I don't even know what it was. It had some big giant tall lamps <laughs> and a couple of television type of of lamps in his face, but 
it, it looked like it was like he was in a warehouse or something. It yeah. was just, it was just, just <laughs> what a weird, yeah. weird setting. I mean, Joe mm-hmm. Judge, maybe he's been displaced and he's living in his garage or something right. like that. Yeah. Uh, the pick is in for the New York Giants. So we're about to hear their pick. And then after that, we'll take a quick break and step away for a couple of moments and come back. As uh, after the Giants pick, that'll put the Miami Dolphins, who we all assume is going to take Tua, uh, they will then be on the clock. But the commissioner should be making the announcement. Here it is. With the fourth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Andrew Thomas, tackle, Georgia. Okay. Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas. So they did not take Tristan Wirfs. Nope. They took Andrew Thomas, the big tackle out of Georgia. Now, um, where was he rated? He was rated in Pro Football Weekly. He has the 23rd overall. Um, He was rated as 12th overall by our lads. Yeah. Behind Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, he was. And most things I saw. He was around 11 or 12, but most certainly behind worse. Yeah. Interesting. And then so the you, Giants and, and going you know you've got the other guy, too, from Bama, that, that Jedrick Willis kid, too, out yeah. of Bama. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to step away, come back. More broadcasting the entire first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. I'm Bill Michaels. He's Gary Ellerson. We'll be back right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. You're listening to the Green and Gold Draft Show on the Bill Michaels Radio Network, presented by ABC Audio Video and West Bend Sausage Plus, with Bill Michaels and former Packers and Badgers running back Gary Ellerson. We are back. It's the 2020 NFL Draft. To get you caught up, Cincinnati with the first overall pick. They take the quarterback out of LSU, Joe Burrow. The Redskins go after the defensive young out of or the defensive end out of Ohio State, Chase Young. With the third pick in the NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions take Jeff Okuda, the cornerback, out of Ohio State. So back-to-back Buckeyes go at 2-3. and three. Then you've got the big tackle, Andrew Thomas, out of Georgia, going to the New York Giants. Miami is on the clock. Their pick is in. We now await the announcement from the commissioner as uh, we continue to roll on through the 2020 NFL Draft. And it is brought to you by the Q Club of Wisconsin, serving their full lunch and dinner menu, plus well, Sunday quick. breakfast for curbside takeout. And we would be there grubbing down like we were going to the electric chair later on the night had it not we been for the coronavirus. Be. <laughs> Even pre cocktails to go. Damn straight. <laughs> uh, visit them on Facebook. Q Club, Wisconsin, Q Club of Wisconsin, Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Gary Ellerson uh, at his humble abode, me and mine. Radio Joe Zanzola getting all the work done back in the game day studios along with Sam Schmitz. Thanks, thanks to them for coming in and keeping us on the air. And, uh, and Gary, now we just kind of wait and see. it. We assume Tua is now going to the uh, Miami Dolphins. I mean, mm-hmm. that's been, you know, Miami was doing everything they could to trade out of this spot and to move up and get Joe Burrow, and Cincinnati fended them off and just finally said, no, take all your number one draft. I, that was tempting, though. They were right. offering two first-rounders and next year's first-rounder for the – now, Cincinnati could have had Tua and another first-round pick plus a fir- two first-round picks next year as well. Mm-hmm. And they chose not to go in that direction. I, on one hand, I give Cincinnati credit. On the other hand, that's a that was a tempting offer, man. From what I understand, you know, that that's what uh, Miami was offering. But Cincinnati need a quarterback bad. They need a quarterback bad in my better than Miami. 
I mean, mm-hmm. they need to get their friends. And, and really, if you think about Cincinnati, though, Bill, their offense it may not be that bad if Burrow comes in and do what he, you know, and 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 be right. adequate. I mean, you you look at on the outside, they got good receivers. You got a good running back. The offense... pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tungavaloa. Tua Tungavaloa. There you go. The uh, the quarterback is drafted out of out of Alabama. Tua has now been drafted. But going back to what you were saying about Cincinnati, and you're supposed to get A.J. Green back next year. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They, they may not be bad offensively, as you think, with, with, with Burrow. So, I mean, they're I mean they you know they're hoping they can win at least eight games. If they could get to eight games, get back to 500, it would at least yeah. give that fan base a little bit of hope. You know what I mean? Because, right. I mean, at the end of that season, people were – People were like not even going to the games anymore. They didn't no. even want to see Cincinnati no. football. No, it was uh, they were so angry down there, without a doubt. Uh, by the way, that puts the Chargers now on the clock. The LA Chargers, who are expected to also grab a quarterback along the way, we'll wait and see uh, if indeed they do go in that direction. Uh, there's a couple of cornerbacks that are quarterbacks that are out there. There's Jordan Love. Uh, who's a quarterback, Justin Herbert, who's a quarterback, the quarterback out of Oregon. We'll see what direction uh, indeed they go. But, uh, my, you know, that's another team in need right now uh, of a quarterback. Um, by the way, um, and I had mentioned uh, the Chargers who uh, need a quarterback. The scenario would leave Herbert for the Chargers, Justin mm-hmm. Herbert, mm-hmm. He, which is a good fit for that team. Sure uh, he has is. a few weapons to throw to. That said, be shocked if they skipped a quarterback altogether and drafted an offensive tackle. They could go in there as well. They could go in there and do that. Uh, After the break, we've got to get to the top of the hour break. We'll let you know who they pick. But after the break, also, uh, you've got uh, Aaron Rodgers. You're going to hear Aaron Rodgers talking about Goody's option uh, and what he has at pick 30. He was just on the Pat McAfee uh, podcast and AJ Hawks podcast. So he had some thoughts about uh, the draft choices as well coming up. You're going to hear that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. The uh, 2020 NFL Draft continues on the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. we got a whole lot more coming up right after this. Wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.